There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Everybody's been wondering the ins and outs of what happened and how we got to the end point of the Paradise Club. And now we have, you know, both of you guys here to express your point of view and just kind of share some of your thoughts and kind of just get into all of the conversation. Uh, well, I mean, for me, and I'm going to say this, um, anything that said by me is my point of view and nobody else's. So mm -hmm. I just want to make that clear um, and not even... Anthony's who's sitting next to me. If he says something, that's his point of view. So, um, so many times over the past couple months, you know, I've had other people say, well, you're not speaking for me. No, I never speak for anybody else. I only speak for myself. Okay. Um, for me, um, getting into being at the Paradise Club was supposed to be about fun and enjoying the lifestyle and the lifestyle meant a lot to me. Um, for me over the past six years, um, you know, I had some good times and, um, you know, I wanted to be there and I wanted to be there not only for um, my friends, for my boyfriend, for um, the people that came to the Paradise Club, but somewhere down in the, in the six years, it just changed. So like the lifestyle wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, you know, it became, to me, it became work more than anything. Um, so in March, I, um, had a career change and needed to step back a little bit from the club and, um, it just, it still, it wasn't, it just wasn't fun. It was a lot of work. Um, and people just, there were some great people. Don't get me wrong. There are some great people in the, in the lifestyle, but I mean, we're all humans and, the human race right now is not necessarily a great thing all the time. Um, so I found that more and more in the lifestyle. And um, so for me, I've, I've wanted out for a while, um, but it was a bunch of different factors. But wait, um, you wanted out from the lifestyle entirely or just from the club aspect of it? Do you think that you were at a point where you could have differentiated between both spaces or you were just like, meh? Uh, for me, I think it just blended together. Yeah. Um, started to come together. Um, and, uh, you know, I know the lifestyle can be a good place. I just don't think working at a club and being on the lifestyle went hand in hand, at least for me. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, it was just, there was, we had many people that had worked there over time and, um, I can't remember the analogy that was used the other day. I think I was talking to Anthony, um, maybe not, but, um, there was an analogy of like, you, um, have so many like, um, personalities that work together and then you get new ones that come in and it doesn't, it doesn't ever get better. It just, it just keeps getting, um, 
worst, I guess. Yeah. And, to a um, degree, I not to cut you off, but I just want to make sure that you know to a certain degree up to where your point right now in your journey, I can relate tremendously to, you know, when I came into the lifestyle, it was a really difficult place and super challenging and not what I thought it was, which is the main purpose why I love doing what I do with the podcast and sharing these stories and kind of the perspectives of others, because I think that people think that what we do is such like a grandiose thing, but not realizing how much of our time and energy goes into trying to create a space for others that's warm and inviting yet sometimes you don't get that reciprocated back and it makes it really challenging for you to be able to continue on doing your best when you're kind of struggling inside. Right. And and that's like when I found the lifestyle, like I was like, oh, this is a great place. I can be open. I can be me. And then, you know, I found myself in a relationship that not everybody understood even being in the lifestyle. Right. And, 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 and then in March when I felt like, you know, I was in a place where I was comfortable and could say, you know, different things about my relationship, mm. it turned into probably one of the biggest messes in my entire life. Like everybody took things the wrong way. Nobody ever asked me directly anything about it um, and just assumed things. Uh, I mean, I lost friends over it. And I mean, I'm better off without those friends, obviously, but at the same time, like it was just, I, I was supposed to be comfortable there. Like I'm not somebody that like wants a lot of attention, but I was proud of myself. And I said, I think if people have accomplishments, they should be able to say that. And I always tried to keep quieter when it came to myself. Right. But at that point I was turning 50. I was very proud of my accomplishments and I was very happy with the person that was my partner. And, you know, and it has just, I mean, like still to this day, like I'm hearing people are still talking about it and say, don't even understand what happened. Like they turned it into this whole terrible thing that it wasn't supposed to be. Are we able to share what the re relationship composition is with the audience just so they can understand what the different dynamics we're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Anthony loves how I explain this. <laughs> I can't wait then. Um, I, I I've missed this. I know you've missed it. I used to talk about it in the new member workshop. So I say I'm monopolyamorous because I'm monogamous with Anthony. Um, Anthony is married to his wife, and um, so he's polyamorous. And then his wife has a boyfriend who is also monopolyamorous. He does not have anyone else. I do not have anyone else. He and I are not together. So it's three separate relationships, basically. All working together, mind you, for the most well, part. Well, that's another, that's another story, but. <laughs> well, right, but like figuratively speaking, yeah. in the grand scheme of things at the club, all under <laughs> yeah. one roof for the most part. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So as we can tell, like the relationship dynamics are complicated. And like, I have to say, you know, even milestone birthdays for us, I think really put into perspective different like wants, needs, you know, what are our expectations of our own selves and things. So I think it's an, like it's a very normal, natural thing that you were going through, you know, at this time period. It's just unfortunately, the lifestyle is just so complex that just, you know, continue to add on to some of it. So I would love to hear what happened next? Yeah, I just, you know, I, 
I thought it was a place I could be open and say what I wanted to. He's my boyfriend. I thought I would be able to say to the to the least the world of the lifestyle that I loved him, you know, and people looked at that in such a bad way. I, I heard everything from like, I want to steal his, you know, him from his wife. Like, that's never been my intention ever. Like, you know, so there was so much turmoil there. And then, you know, like, honestly, it's, you know, everybody, everybody had a job at the Paradise Club. And I'm not you know, and some people worked more than others did. And that's fine. Um, however, it just like, for me, it was some it was 24 hours a day, seven days a week for me. Um, and some people came in and it was, you know, just during a party. And, you know, that was fine. That was great. Um, and then just some people would come in and not do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, they weren't nuts for very long, but, um, you know, so there was, and then the dynamics, it was, it was just difficult sometimes to be around the certain people a lot of the time. And so when you have those different dynamics, it just doesn't always work. And yeah. then you have members that come in and look there again, I'm, there are some really good people that came to the paradise club, but I mean, People would just do things, treat us like we were just servants. Like um, somebody wanted to do their laundry there one night. I mean, there were so many like wanted us to do their laundry. Yeah, yeah not they like handed us no, out. Brought in a laundry bag and handed and tried to hand over the laundry bag and said, "Can you guys do this?" Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. just going to go over here and fuck real quick. And when I'm done, I just expect it to be warm, folded, and waiting for me at the door. Like, that's the weirdest yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, clean clean off this table for me or go get me ice. Like, how about please? Yeah. Like, hey, please. Or, um, you know, like, and people shit on the bathroom floor. Like, just, I mean, just things that, like, the toilet's right there. Like, yeah. people would get so drunk and like ruin entire nights for us. Like yeah. we, we have to take care of those people. Like we're all adults, like, come on. Like it was just, some of the stuff was so insane. Um, and then the other pieces, like look, the club's been there for 35 years and the owner's old. Yeah. I didn't, I know for me and some of the other nuts, we didn't want it to end with something happening to the owner and then us having to scramble and not being able to say goodbye, have a proper goodbye with the people that we did care about and people yeah. that we did like. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you know, it was just, you know, the the there were some people that just weren't loyal to the Paradise Club. You know, we didn't care if people went to other clubs. It was just, you know, there's a certain respect that we expected of certain members. Um, certain members Especially, like we were charged. I do want to cut you off for a second because I don't yeah, think, sure. you know, I mean, I'm not sure what the community really knows because like when we were there, you know, it's all fun and like we're trying to interact and, and do the boutique thing. So I never really had real like personalized conversations with the community, but I would have to imagine that they understand or maybe not how much you guys actually dedicate your personal time to running the club so you guys operate or you guys used to when it was open 
had events every two weeks. In that time frame, you're still working on, you know, registration, getting back to new members, doing all these different things. And it is a 24 hour job of just managing the paperwork behind the scenes, strategizing on how the events are going to go, all the planning that goes on into it. And I think that it's really unfortunate for others to take advantage of the fact when they're not even really realizing that that's what they're doing. And they're just not understanding the importance of what the leadership team does to keep their nights fun, happy, safe, and open for them to be free to do whatever they want, basically, in the most respectful way. So it's really unfortunate to hear some of these things that have transpired that has added to you know, some of the demise of what happened, but also the truth and the honesty of what's involved with it. You know, from my standpoint as a host, we deal with things on the same exact level, just not so frequently. And so I couldn't imagine from your guys' perspective having to do it time and time again and not getting exhausted by it. I pretty much never took a day off from March of 2015 until we announced that the club was closing. You know, and I've been waiting to have this conversation with you, Anthony, a lot, simply because I feel like this has got to be, I'm going to use the word mourning in a way, you know, because this has been your baby for so long and has been a passion for you that do you feel like, what? This wasn't my idea. Yeah, so you're... Still kind of sorting through. It was everybody else's. It was everybody else's idea. This wasn't my idea. I I would have. I I mean, I knew this. <clears throat> I used to say all the time, and and it's kind of true. When October first came around, I would sit down. It would usually take between fifteen minutes and an hour, and decide whether I was going to do this for another year. And then I would start working on the next year's schedule. Uh, uh, That's probably the last three or four years that I said I was going year to year, Mm -hmm. but I was never going to quit. I was like, I can say that now. I know me. I was never going to quit. Everybody around me quit. So I, I didn't have much of a choice. Yeah. The only the only way to the only way to continue to be would be to be Bugs Bunny on first, Bugs Bunny on second, Bugs Bunny on third, and I just wasn't gonna be Bugs Bunny. Yeah. It wasn't the 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 level of service was gonna go down. The club reputation was going to go down, and that uh, was something that I wasn't willing to do. But I, I kind of towed the party line and kept my mouth shut, and and I'm, I'll continue to tow the party line and keep my mouth shut. But this wasn't my idea. Yeah. If there was a vote, I would have voted against it. I didn't get a vote. I'm really sorry to say this out loud in the best possible way, in no disrespect. I think it's the healthiest for everybody right now and and maybe not, you know, permanently. But, you know, when you work with 
the same group of people for a long time and you know weird things start happening between the group it becomes kind of toxic in a way and it makes it really hard for everybody to enjoy their experience maybe i wish that there would have you know you we could all have been like you know everybody's fired and just like restart in sort of way which i know is not like a possible thing because like your family and it's like a very dysfunctional family it's the same thing with our crew you know it's very like everybody operates in such like a crazy kind of way but at the end of the day you like love each other so much and and it makes it complicated do you think that you would be able to do something in the future like maybe in your own kind of way or you're just like done with any kind of club thing over excuse me overall for for me or him i'm and, retired and you're retired officially i'm retired yeah i'm i'm done being the boss i don't want to be called the boss i don't want the drama i don't want the headaches mm -hmm. i don't want child care responsibilities um, the last 23 days, um, those were the things, uh, that I, I don't need. I, mm -hmm. I don't need to be a, a child care provider. I don't, I don't need to be a, a drama consultant. I don't care. Yeah. I, I had to care for 10 years. I had to care about everybody else's drama. Mm -hmm. I had to care about everybody else being a baby. I had to care about the storytelling, the, the, not that anybody got paid, but the, 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 the sick days, uh, you know, at three 30 in the afternoon, I can't come or I'm going to show up at two o'clock and then you show up at six o'clock. Mm -hmm. Um, I was never, um, I was never able to do that, and I was okay with that. Uh, and I never expected anybody to run at my level. But I did expect some kind of decency. You know, it's, it's like she said earlier about, um, I think it was October, somebody shit on the floor. Um, you know, I, I'm okay. Like you, you come to party, you want to drink. Uh, I, I don't really know what happened, but if you shit on the floor, pick it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you were there the night somebody shit in a garbage can. Yeah, that was rough. That was really rough. I and mean, we, you couldn't, we couldn't even figure it out either. Like stuff like that, when that happens, it's like, you got to try and like sort it out and it's crazy. And we didn't figure it out until uh, noontime on Sunday. Yeah. Um, the the no shows for parties. You know, like... it, it, no shows for parties. Um, one of the, uh, I guess one of my biggest pet peeves the entire time was having an accurate guest list to be able to give the people in the kitchen uh, an accurate number. Mm -hmm. uh, one of, one of, so when, when we started this, the opinion of the guy who ran it before us was they don't care about the food. They don't care about the service. They're here to fuck. Mm -hmm. 
that was never it was never my opinion it was uh i don't think it was any of the original nuts opinion our opinion was that we were going to provide an atmosphere and we were going to provide um a place where you didn't have to do that no matter where you were in the lifestyle whether you were an exhibitionist or you were a voyeur or you were polyamorous or you were a, a, a full swap swinger or you were soft swap or you were same room or you were separate room or or in some cases you were too old to be active in the lifestyle or you felt like you were too old to be active or you tried the lifestyle and it didn't work for you but you would we had members still come to parties because they liked the atmosphere we had one of her favorite stories is um a guy telling his wife <laughs> that he wanted to go to the party because they were going out to dinner and he wanted to come he couldn't go anywhere else to get good dinner and see titties at the same time right like that was the point of it in in 2015 was to provide that kind of place well you know people don't understand that um, to provide that level is expensive and anybody that's of legitimate for-profit business can't provide that if if and it's a long way away but for you or for anybody else that hears your podcast all you got to do is wait till new year's eve in 2024 and listen or, or read how everybody um labels or or um or explains their food and you can tell that they're trying to cut corners mm -hmm. steamship round you know what that means that means they're serving you roast beef <laughs> I see. that's what it means yeah but they, they use nice words like steamship round that, that's cut that's the cut of roast beef right no we weren't serving you steamship round we were serving we were serving you uh steaks mm -hmm. we were serving you I, I mean through the years we did different things the cost on that I, my guess is uh prime rib cost four to five times the amount of steamship round um but we did that consistently we did filet mignon one year we did flint yeah we did Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you guys have always been really spectacular and, and not even with the quality of being all inclusive of dietary restrictions and taking everybody into consideration and making, you know, like there is a lot of thought that goes into that one quote unquote small part of what people don't realize is such a big component of what goes on behind the scenes. I always proud, you know, is so proud of you guys for that because you guys are so, you know, thoughtful in everything that's done. But yeah. through the years, 
we we averaged 10 to 15 no-shows a party. And a lot of it was the same people over and over. I mean, and they would get, you know, put on the, they're not coming to the party list. But still, it was so disrespectful. Some of the stuff was just so disrespectful. I mean, for as much respect as we gave to people and wanted to give to people and have a place where they, they could just be who they wanted to be, like, it was, the the to me, anyway, after a while, the bad just started outweighing the good. Mm. Like, it was just not yep. worth it. And I gave up a lot to be there Wednesday nights, Friday nights, Saturdays, Sundays. And like him, and, until March, I was there every time. Mm-hmm. And even once March hit, I was still there unless I had to work at my job because my new job, I was working on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, he was there, I was there. And it was a lot. At what point in time do you think it took like that solid shift of like, this is no longer going good? For her or for me? Both of you I want to hear from because I know it's different. Uh, for for me, it's simple. Over, over, I mean, we didn't take over until 2015, but I was involved New Year's Eve 2013 was the first time that I was involved in a party. But it, it's a, it's always been a roller coaster. Um, there, there are highs and there were low lows. Um, so we were in a low. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had been in a low before. We were in a low 2018 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it usually has to do with, uh, it usually had to do with nuts in some way or a nut. Mm. Um, somebody decides to throw a monkey wrench in the operation um, for whatever reason, uh, but it, it happened in 2018. We fought our way out of it. It happened in... 2017 becoming mm. up 2017 17 I'm so it happened in 2017 it happened in 2016 uh it, it's happened like it it happened before mm. I think 2015 was from from like March 2000 no we had now we had a shit show in 2015. <laughs> So, so every year there's a new shit show. <laughs> yeah, <kind laughs> around July, I think it was like July of 2015. We had a shit show, and then in September 2016, we had a shit show, and then I can't remember the month in 2000. No, I can. It happened at least once a year. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it had happened. It had happened again, and and um, a lot of times it was uh, it was a lot of you know families don't always like each other. Yeah. So there was a lot of that. So um, I just looked at this like, oh, we'll we'll come out of this. Mm-hmm. I I just think people were 
the nuts that had been around for years and years and years were tired. Right. Um, and the newer nuts maybe didn't have the stamina that that the older ones have had. I, I don't I don't I don't know. Um, I just know I don't quit things well. So um, I always looked at it as, oh, we'll we'll fight our way out of the corner. Yeah. Uh, so I, it didn't really change for me. I had seen it. I had seen it all before. I, I, I felt like I had seen it all before. I mean, I saw some shit in 2023 that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot that happened in 2023 so publicly that I sometimes were like, oh, no, I wanted to hide. Well, from I mean, for me, like, uh, I just it just wasn't fun anymore. I went into it because I was having fun. I like to give back to people. I loved what the lifestyle was. Um, and it just became work. And, and I think that was like, I, I was talking to one of the other nuts today. And, and she said to me, you know, like, like, I said, why? Why? Because I always felt like people talk to me. But then I felt like somebody always wanted something from me. And I didn't know whether it was genuine or not, you know, like, and then sometimes I think people wouldn't talk to me because I was a nut. Mm -hmm. um, and they were afraid or whatever, like, and maybe just because I mean, hey, maybe they just didn't like me for me, but whatever. But like, there was always those questions that went on in my head. And I never knew. So like, yeah. Um, and the part of this is speaking to my friend today was like, we were so busy. We didn't have time to talk to anybody or get into a really good conversation or get past the whatever. Like there was, I talk, look, I've talked to some great people going there. I've met some great people going there, but I just never really had the time to get to know them. Yeah. Like there was a couple that I had told about the club closing because I remembered them, they had gone on a trip with to to Jamaica with us, you know, and I got to know them on that trip. She, besides Anthony, her and Anthony pretty much saved me that trip because I got hurt on that trip, and so I got to know her and and her and her husband and like people like that. It was cool because I I got to know, but only because I did something outside. I didn't have a lot of time to do things outside of the club either. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, there was none of that. It was the club, the club, the club, the club. Right. So, you know, I'm one of those people that likes to experience life and do other things and just be and talk to people yeah. and get to know people. And it just it just wasn't fun anymore for me. Um, I understand that completely. Like I hit maybe like a year or two ago when we were like constant, we were hosting every weekend, we were traveling, we were like all over the place and everything. And I had to dispense her at one point in time. I'm like, my whole life already consists of the lifestyle. I need like some downtime, like on my own weekends where I can all, I could just be me and not have to worry about, you know, having to get this done or doing that. Like, I just, I just want to be quote unquote, like a real regular person for a minute and mm -hmm. just like chill on my couch and just like think, or I want to go watch the movie, you know, go to a movie theater, who the fuck knows what it is, but it was like yeah. something I needed for that balance. And it took him a long time for him to understand that because he doesn't operate that way. He's very much like Anthony in the sense of he can go, 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 go and never have an off time. Me, 
you know, there comes a point in time where I raise my hand and I'm like, I'm going to die if you make me do one more thing. And then I have like severe anxiety attacks and like I go, you know, mental and it just, you know, it doesn't work out well. And now I'm much stronger in my thoughts and raising my hand and being like, I don't care what you say. I'm not doing this this weekend because I'm going to suffocate if I you know, if I don't take this break. And he finally started to get it. And I was very happy about it because it was so complicated. And, you know, so I understand and can relate to getting burned out and like not having that free time to just, you know, do your thing as a couple or independently or just like with other friends. Like it was just that. And then to your other point of feeling like people always want something from you. I have the fucking tightest boundaries around me because I constantly think that people just want to be friends with me because of where I am, what I do, whatever it may be. And it's a really discouraging, lonely place to be at times. And I constantly, you know, other hosts, and it's interesting because I was doing a podcast with another podcaster And we got into this whole conversation on power dynamics. And I never related it specifically to us as the leaders within the club or wherever it may be that people do look at you differently because of, you know, you guys are the nuts and you are this specific position. You know, you're Anthony's partner. You know, Anthony is like the head boss. And so people do start looking at the relationships differently. And I think that they treat you differently. And it's really hard to determine who's real and who's not. And those that you think are real and when you find out they're not, it's very sad and it's very upsetting. And I've experienced that a lot and I'm kind of going through it, you know, similarly. And it's a lot to kind of process through the brain. And so I always appreciated talking to you because I knew you could always relate to me in that way. And we always had great conversation on kind of, you know, bringing me back down to reality of like whatever we would talk about. And so I did always appreciate understanding the journey. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm a human being too, just because I run a club, you know, doesn't mean that I don't have feelings. Mm -hmm. So it, um, you know, and I, and I found out who my friends are and, you know, the people that aren't. And for me, like, I'm just that person that they don't need to be in my life. I put them Mm -hmm. out here. And, and I just, for me, that makes me at more at peace, you Mm -hmm. know, and I'm able to do things without having to think about it. And yeah, like, forgive them, not forgive them, whatever. Like, they're just not there anymore. So that it just makes things a whole lot better for me. Yeah. Do you guys think that there's, you know, a message or, you know, something specific that you want to say to the club members that it's really important for them to hear from you or you want to make sure that they understand or, you know, just kind of like articulate things in a way that you feel comfortable that you were able to state your piece in a, in a big way? Um, for me, it's just when you go to clubs and, and you are in the lifestyle, just respect people that run the club respect the club respect yourself and your partner Mm -hmm. um you know i saw so many times where partners didn't respect one another also so you know being in the lifestyle is is hugely about respect and communication i always talked about that in my new member workshop Mm -hmm. um so that those if, if i have to leave something with people it's just you know make sure you're respecting each other and others Mm -hmm. and and communicating so anthony what about you is there anything that you want to make sure like the community members 
know from your mouth and, you know, make sure you want to leave with people. And if not, that's totally cool too. But I just want to make sure that your voice is heard. The lifestyle is no different than life in general. And I, I think we, we tend to, to lose sight of that and, and think it's fantasy women. But mm -hmm. um, there's certain, there's a certain percentage of people that have no respect for anything. Mm -hmm. There's a certain percentage of people that have hidden agendas. There's a certain percentage of people that are just no good. Um, and and it's it's unfortunate that um, the minority ru ruins it for mm. the majority because yes. the ma majority of the people that came through the door, uh, I think, were generally good people. Um, look, um, I, I'm I'm going to say too much, but. I let complete scumbags infiltrate the nuts and I chose them mm. and they probably single-handedly destroyed more than anybody else could and, and probably did more damage. I, I, I didn't, I guess I didn't do a final count, but over the years, there had been like 37 nuts mm -hmm. altogether. Two of them did more damage than the other 35 could have even thought about doing uh, collectively. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's two out of 37. Uh, I, I think it's the same thing when it comes to members, and I think it's the, the same thing when it comes to people in the lifestyle. But those two absolutely annihilated everything. They had their own agenda, and when they couldn't get their agenda pushed through, they just decided to lob grenades everywhere and they did a hell of a good job lobbing grenades and i just think it tired people out yeah it used people because they're hearing one thing from one place and another thing it, it confused nuts i think it confused members because they went on uh almost a propaganda tour and i, I don't know how it is with you but uh, I've always said this, we all have rats. Like I had people that would call me up Sunday afternoon and would rat everybody out who, who went, who no showed at one place and, and went to another place who broke something and didn't say anything who did what like I had nuts that would call me up and say I'm sick and then show up at another club. I would be getting phone calls at 11 o'clock on Saturday night telling me I'm at this club and your nut is here. Mm. And so like we all have rats. The rats came out of the woodwork. Do you know that this person is saying this? You know that this person is saying that, and it was the same two people. It was the same one person. 
but they were a couple. Yeah. Uh, it was the same one person that pretty much just made it to the point where people just didn't want to do it anymore. People didn't know what the truth was. And there was so much getting thrown out there and so many false stories. And and it basically came down to the little baby couldn't get his way. Yeah. And, and that's pretty much what it came down to. Yeah. So, but it's no different than life in general. I mean, I'm almost 50 years old. I've come across those people a uh, hundred times. I just think when 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 people walk into the lifestyle, it, they think it's fantasy land, and they think everybody doesn't have an agenda. They think that everybody is is um, um, non judgmental. Mm. Yeah. No, it's the same as the regular world. There's yeah. people there that are judgmental. There are people there that are just no good. It's just a, it's it's like regular life. It's a small percentage of them, but they can do a lot of damage. And then <clears throat> over the 10 years, I saw a lot of them do a lot of damage. Uh, two did a lot of damage to us. Yeah. And and I think over over a long enough timeline, other people will figure that out. Can I, and I want to say this too, like it's, it's, it's sad because at the end of the day, there are more good people, but the bad ones are the ones that um, um, are exhausting. And yeah, are exhausting. And they and they and they said that that that's you know it's not the only reason we closed, but that's one of the reasons because the bad started outweighing the good, at least for me. Yeah. Um, and and I and I want to publicly say this because he brought it up. Those two people did not ruin my life. Mm-hmm. They are out of my life and I am much happier. Yeah. So I, I want to make that clear because hopefully they listen to this. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was trying to, I was really thinking about what you were saying about the lifestyle being the same as regular life. And, and as I listen to your thoughts, you know, you are absolutely right on that point of view. I think that what happens though, is that there are some individuals such as us that really do live the lifestyle as our life, you know, no matter what we're doing, where we are or who we are, you know, like we are always these people. And then there are those that are just, you know, here at the club. And this is kind of like, yes, their fantasy type of thing where they get to go out, you know, they got their babysitter for the night and, you know, they step into this world of, you know, crazy chaos, not really understanding, you know, what some of them could be drumming up or whatever. So I understand what you were, I was like thinking through it, not sure if I agreed or not, but I definitely understand what the point was there. And I do absolutely agree with that. It's, it's unfortunate that people's behaviors at times outweigh, you know, the the bad outweighs the good. I want to mm-hmm. make this point really clear, and it's not really an important point to you guys, but normally the single gentlemen have a stigma within the lifestyle. They're like outed, but you guys did not allow single gentlemen. So, you know, individuals that we're talking about are couples, single females, you know, they're not. And I only point that out for the simple fact of it's everybody that causes chaos. It's not just one specific group. What was that? No, I said, absolutely. And I always said that in my new member workshop that, you know, we don't allow single males, but single female can cause trouble. Mm -hmm. A couple can cause trouble. 
trouble. It's the human human being mm-hmm. in general. It's not yeah. one. It's not one gender. One anything. It's mm-hmm. just in general the human human humans. So yeah, yeah. So do you guys like? Will you still hang out with the nuts, or like, are you guys all just like finished, dissipated on your own way? Like, what happens next now? Um, for me, I've found my own friends within the people that are at the nuts, and mm-hmm. we'll stay friends, and and that's kind of for me. What, what, it is, so. what about you, Anthony? What do you think happens next? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm 23 days into what's next. Yeah. So um, I'm cleansing. Yeah. He's, feel, he may feel, change his mind on certain things. And for me, my mind is made up. So yeah. I am where I am. Um, my friends are my friends. And so uh, this is going to go really, you know, tell me if this is out of line. But I mean, you know, you guys as partners, how how is this working out for you? Because it, I mean, it's very clear that you guys have different points of view and maybe are on not exactly the same viewpoint of it. So, um, for me, he can do what he needs to do. Um, I have no issue with that. You know, um, you know the the people that are my friends, as far as I know, are his friends as well. So, mm-hmm. um. You know, and um, if he chooses to hang out with someone that I don't, that he can. Like, I don't have an issue with that and vice versa. You know, he doesn't have to hang out with me if I'm hanging out with somebody he doesn't particularly like. So, yeah. um, you know, it's it's I've, I've just like I said, I was very happy. And, and again, as I'm speaking for me, it was a relief for me to walk out that door. Mm-hmm. I was I was happy the day it was over. Yeah. Um, I was happy there at one time as well, but at the end for me, I was not happy. Yeah. And I told him if he wanted to, he could continue doing it, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't the only one that was finished. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do hope that Anthony, you find something spectacular to fill your next journey with and do something even more spectacular than what you built with the Paradise Club, because what you did there was really beautiful and it is really amazing. And I will always be, now it's going to make me tear up myself. Always be so appreciative of you guys supporting the boutique, hanging my banner in that club and just standing behind me the way that you did. I will always, always cherish you guys for that. One of the best things that came out of this was meeting you. I absolutely concur with that in general. And I will always hold you guys in such a dear spot. And so I just wanted to make sure you guys know that. (laughs) Um, and I do, I do want to say to your listeners that please, if you're looking for a fantastic place to go, check out Mindbender Parties because Mizzy and Spencer throw amazing parties and they are two of the best people that I know in the lifestyle. So thank you. Thank you. Now, if there's anything you guys want to just leave as a final note, aside from what we just did, do it now or we'll say goodbye. Good. Good. <laughs> no, nope. just just respect one another. That's all I ask. 
Perfect. I'm really thankful that you guys came on the show and shared your perspective, your feelings, your point of view, and maybe the community will understand where you're coming from. Maybe they won't, but I'm really glad that you had the opportunity to just share where you're at, where your mindset is at, and you know, who knows what the future holds for you guys. I wish nothing but love and success. And you guys are just going to have to stay tuned because maybe I'll bring them back sometime just to shoot the shit because we miss them. So until next time, you guys, we'll talk to you super soon.